The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. And we thank you because you, O oh God, are our strength. We are not weak people. We are more than conquerors. We are not victims. We are victors. We are not defeated. We are overcomers. And it's all because of you. Speak to our hearts once again, we pray. In Jesus' name. And the church shouted a louder, amen. Amen. Please be seated one more time. Glory be to God. How do I live in the beginning? That's what we've talked about. Beginning of the year. Beginning of my marriage. Beginning of my career. I'm having a new beginning. How many people are interested in a new beginning? Do you know that's one of your new things? How to live. We've been teaching on it week in, week out. Please, if you missed any of the messages, go back and listen to them. They will bless you tremendously. You can get the best that God has for you out of any year. You can be a Daniel that has just experienced the most traumatic of stories. Your nation has been ravaged. You have been taken into captivity. And you are having a hell of a beginning. But by certain decisions you make at the beginning, you can trigger something in your life that will make you finish well. Live well and finish well. And what you need to do is to practice um, first principles. Glory be to God. And as we are talking about that, we talked about the necessity to start strong. Start strong. All these first principles we are teaching you, do them strong. God wants you to be strong. Strong spiritually, strong mentally, strong emotionally, strong financially, strong in your stewardship, strong in your career, strong in every area of your life. The opposite of strong is weak. It's not God's will for you to be weak. It's not God's will for you to be depressed, demoralized, discouraged. No. And when you start feeling those feelings and those temptations, these are the kind of things you remind yourself about. Glory be to God. We will all have days of adversity. But we don't have to be defeated in the days of our adversity. If we can learn to be strong. And it's better to build your house before the storm comes. So seize moments like this in the beginning. Take time to do these things we have been teaching you so that you can be strong. How can I be strong? Start strong with praise. We taught that last week Sunday. Be a praiseful person. Praise equals strength. We went on to teach in the course of the week. Start strong in the spirit. Learn to sow to your spirit, man. They that sow to the flesh will of the flesh reap corruption. They that sow to the spirit will reap life eternal. So build up yourself on your most holy faith, praying. 
And we taught on starting strong in grace. Apostle Paul talked about that. God told him, forget about the weakness. This is where we are going today. We want to go further in that because we are talking about God, our strength. He was having challenges in his ministry that was making him to want to give up and quit. And he went to pray to God, God, take away the weaknesses. Take away the challenges. And God spoke to him, no, you won't see no in the Bible, but that's what God meant. Glory be to God. God said, my grace is sufficient for you. It's not about me taking away the weakness. It's about you taking your eyes off the weakness on the problem and putting your eyes on my grace. So Paul now said, declaring, when I am weak, I'm strong. Learn to start strong and stand strong after you have started in the grace of God. Glory, glory, glory be to God. God is our strength. God is our strength. The reality of life is that all of us have weaknesses. And I'm very sure as you are seated here today, you can identify weak areas of your life. It can be in your health. There's no strength in your body. It can be financially. The bills that are coming in is far more than the money that you are earning. It can be emotionally. Something may have happened that has now dampened your spirit. It can be spiritually. With all the noise Pastor T is making, you are still not praying. With all the shouting that we are doing in church, you are still not praising. Weakness. One common weakness to everybody is sin. All of us were sinners. That could not help ourselves. But Jesus came and through his blood paid the price and delivered us from the bondage of our sin. Every human being has weaknesses. You can be weak in terms of bad habits. You watch pornography. You've been trying to stop. You can't stop. You lie. You steal. You cheat. Weakness. Everyone at one level or another has weak. As a church, we have weaknesses. It's not everything we have perfected to do right yet. There are some things we are still trying to get right. Weaknesses. It's a reality of human living. As long as you are in the flesh, there will be weaknesses. The good news, however, you know our gospel is a gospel of good news. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's a gospel of good news. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. It did not stop there. But God. Somebody shout, but God. But God. He has delivered us and he has saved us through Jesus Christ. The good news is this. God has not left us alone. Hallelujah. God has not left us alone to be suffering from the consequences of our weaknesses. He hasn't. No temptation has overtaken you. And that's how temptations work. They prey on your weaknesses. I said something last week. Watch out for areas on your life where you used to be weak and God has given you the victory. I use myself as an example. Growing up, I used to watch a lot of pornography. But God, hallelujah, stepped in and delivered me from that sinful habit. 
But I've noticed over the years, every now and then, the demon that was cast out comes back with seven other stronger spirits and tries to enter again. The temptation always comes back to go back to that life. A dog that returns to his vomit. Temptations prey on weaknesses. You can bring all the wine bottles and all the beer bottles and all the, what else do they drink? Is it Tungpo or whatever? <laughs> Lying there. I've never been drunk one day in my life. It is not a temptation for me. Don't try that with some people, though. The smell of alcohol, you're a wicked person. So temptations overtake us in the area of our weaknesses. But look at what the scripture says, 1 Corinthians 10, 13. No temptation has overtaken you. That's no temptation. No devil has come and tried to tempt you to watch pornography over and over again. Except such as is common to man. Pastor T, you are not the only one. No. There are many other men. Many other pastors. It's common. But God, hallelujah, is faithful. Glory be to God. He will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able but with the temptation, as the temptation is coming, we are talking about this on Wednesday. Every time you see weakness in your life, know that automatically there's grace there. So focus your eyes off the weakness and embrace the grace. That's what Apostle Paul was teaching us. Strong in grace. Don't be strong in your weakness. Some people can recite their weakness from morning to night. No, recite the grace of God. With the temptation, God makes a way of escape. That you may be able to bear it. This is the good news. The good news is not that you will not have weaknesses. You have them. The good news is with the weaknesses, God has made a way of escape. You don't have to suffer from the consequences of your weaknesses. Pastor T, you don't have to continue watching pornography and have not. Please God. Because with the weaknesses that come, God provides strength. Hallelujah. So the Bible asks us this question. Hebrews chapter 2 and verse 3. How shall we escape from the adverse consequences of our weaknesses, regardless of the weaknesses, if we neglect so great a salvation? You are a sinner. You can't save yourself. You can't redeem yourself. Jesus came and died for you. Oh, glory to God. Paid the price you could not pay. Took the shame you could not carry. Many of you here cannot die naked on a tree with your mother looking at you and all the other women in town. Took that shame on your behalf. And all he's telling you is receive me, receive me. And you don't receive him. How are you going to come out of your sin? In the same way, you have challenges in a particular area where you are weak. You have tried to overcome them. You can't overcome them. How will you escape? And listen, weaknesses have consequences. The weakness you don't deal with, one day it will deal with you. You see that a lot in public life. There's a politician in America now. They are telling, telling him to resign. When he was in college... They're accusing him of doing racial... They will always come back. You hear politicians or people that um, abuse a woman. The Me Too movement. 
Somebody that stole money. It always comes a pastor that was doing something. The weaknesses you don't deal with, they will deal with you. But that will not be your story in Jesus' name. Good news. You don't have to suffer the adverse consequences of the weaknesses. But this is what you need to do. The escape plan, hallelujah, that God has provided, you must embrace it. That's what Paul had to do. When I'm weak, I'm strong. I would rather boast in my infirmities because I know that when I'm giving God the glory for the areas of my weakness, God's strength comes upon me. So the strength of God, hallelujah, is the solution to our weaknesses. We're going to learn from David a lot this morning. David and some other psalmists that understood this revelation probably more than any other person in scriptures. You see, you've got to receive the strength of God as a revelation and as God's escape plan for you. None of us here can fight the devil. We were praying yesterday, the pastors. Jesus said, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail. Compared to the gates of hell, in ourselves we are weak. But God, hallelujah, and thanks be to God, who gives us strength against the forces of hell. The gates of hell shall not prevail. So we embrace God's strength. David probably learned to do that more than any other body. Here was a young guy that was a shepherd boy, no pedigree of any kind. He now finds himself in the palace. He's not trained to be in the palace. He's not schooled to be in the palace. To make matters worse, the king now begins to envy him and wants to kill him and labels him as a traitor. He now becomes a fugitive and an outcast. And the entire king and army of Israel is chasing one man. He was weak compared to what was coming against him. But David knew of God. And he knew of the strength of God. And I want to encourage anybody and everybody under the sound of my voice. It doesn't matter what is against you. Glory be to God. If God be for you, who can be against you? You are more than a conqueror compared to those things. And you can overcome them. Can I hear a loud amen? amen? But embrace the strength of God. Psalm 18. Let, let, let's share some of David's revelations. David, and this is, what you, this is how you overcome weakness. You lay hold on the strength of God. I will love you, Lord. Psalm 18 verse 1. Oh, Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock. My fortress, my deliverer. Those are the confessions you make. When you are still being chased as a fugitive, you don't go around and say, hey, I'm a fugitive. Oh, hey, God help me. Mm -hmm. You don't go around having a pity party. No! Pity party is not the solution. Hallelujah. God, your strength is the solution. The Lord is my rock. The Lord is my fortress. The Lord is my deliverer. My God, my strength. Hallelujah. In whom I will trust. My shield and my horn and my salvation. My stronghold. I'm a fugitive. Oh. 
The entire army is chasing me. But God, hallelujah, is my stronghold. They can't penetrate. No force of hell can penetrate. The favor of God surrounds me like a shield. Verse 3, I will call upon the Lord. Oh, I've taught you about that so many times. Whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Who is worthy to be praised? Remember, praise equals strength. So shall I be saved from my enemies. I prophesy over you. Whatever is attacking you that seems to be stronger than you, as you call upon God, you will be saved from it in the name of Jesus. Well, catch this revelation. Well, catch this revelation. How shall you escape if you neglect the salvation of God? This is what you say when you are in financial difficulty. This is what you say when you are emotionally down. This is what you say when you are spiritually down. Can I hear somebody shout revelation? revelation? Look at verse 32 of the same psalm. It is God who arms me with strength and makes my way perfect. Glory be to God. He makes my feet like the feet of the deer and sets me upon my high places. How many people know they are going higher in 2018, 2019? It takes strength to go up. Oh. Weak people can't climb nothing. They can't climb any mountain. They don't have the feet of a deer. But you see, God gives you strength in your feet. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. He teaches my hands to walk. Weak people don't fight. They run. But when you have the revelation of God, my strength, even if the army of the nation is against you and you're alone with 400, uh, how did the Bible describe them? They were dejected. They were indebted. They were depressed. You know you will still win. You know you are still more than a conqueror. Because of God. Somebody say because of God. He teaches my hands to war. Verse 34. He makes my arm to bend a bow of steel. For you have armed me with strength. Verse 39. Hallelujah. Strength for the battle. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Can I hear somebody shout revelation? Say, I have revelation. God is my strength. So I call him God, our strength. Or God, my strength. You have armed me with strength for the battle. You have subdued under me those that rose up against me. This temptation of pornography that is coming against me, you have subdued me with strength to overcome it. It's now under my feet. That's how you win. This temptation of depression, this temptation of lack, Lord, you have given me strength. Hallelujah. Revelation. Let me show you a few more before my time runs out. Psalm 27 verse 1. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear or what shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked came against me to eat up my flesh, it doesn't matter what's attacking your health. Oh, hallelujah. It doesn't matter what's attacking your personality, your name, your reputation. It doesn't matter. Take your eyes, hallelujah, 
off the challenge. Focus it on the salvation of God. And a big part of that salvation is the strength of God. Someone say, I have the strength of God. I have the strength of God. One more time, the loudest you can, I have the strength of God. So what happens when you have the strength of God? Look at verse 2 of that psalm. Psalm 27 verse 2. When the wicked came against me to eat up my flesh, my enemies and my foes, they stumbled and fell. They will fall, I will not fall. Can I hear a loud amen? amen? I said they will fall, you will not fall. Amen. Weak people fall. But thank God you are not weak. Though an army <laughs> encamp against me, he saw them, he saw them. He was trapped in a cave. He didn't start crying. Look at what he said. Though an army encamped against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war rises against me, in this I will be confident. What will I be confident in? God is my strength. God can deliver me from this army that has risen against me. Oh, this is how to win in life. Revelation. Revelation. Let me show you a couple more before we begin to pray. Somebody today, you're going to tap into the strength of God. Like you have never done before. You are going to look at those challenges, those areas of weakness. And instead of being afraid, instead of being timid, instead of being discouraged, instead of being depressed, instead of being weak, you tap into the strength of God. And you take it. Glory be to God. And I guarantee you, you will win. Because there's nobody stronger than God. They will fall. I said they will fall. Everything that has come against you, contrary to the plan of God for your life, they will fall at your feet. If you will take the strength of God. Take the strength. Revelations 5.12 even the devil knows we have preached that scripture tire in this church. You are worthy, O Lord, because on our behalf you have received power and he listed seven things. One of them was strength. So we should take the strength. Take the strength. In the areas of your weaknesses, don't fight your battle by yourself. Stop for your own life. You will fail that way. First of all, it's an area of weakness for you. Second of all, it's the gates of hell that is coming against you. You will fail that way. Learn to surrender the battle to the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. And you lean. I was remembered of what Pastor Wale was teaching us in, in Supernatural. You lean on Jesus. Because he's your strength. Instead of trying to stand by yourself. How long can you even stand for yourself? Glory, 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 glory. Look at what Asaph said. Let's, let's go on. Because it wasn't only David that had this revelation. David's revelation imparted other people. Psalm 79. This is another psalmist. Asaph, verse 25. <laughs> I love what he said here. Who have I in heaven but you? Can somebody say I have no other God but you? And there is none upon earth that I desire beside you. Glory be to God. Watch this. Look at our weakness in living color here. My flesh and my heart, they fail. 
And that's what will happen. It's a weakness. Sooner or later, your flesh, you can't, I, I have strong will. It will fail after a while. You're a human being. But God, hallelujah. You will see that phrase every time they're talking about strength. In other words, I'm not focusing on myself. I'm not trying to fight the battle myself. I'm not trying to get the victory by myself. I'm focusing on God. But God is the strength of my life. <laughs> Can somebody declare that like three times this morning? God is the strength of my life. I can't hear you. The devil cannot hear you yet. Let the heavens hear you. Write it on the canons of scripture. Let them know for all eternity, God is my strength. You come against me, you come against God. Hallelujah. And you just keep in living your life happy, joyful, walking in love, smiling, celebrating God. And behind the scenes, God is fighting your battle for you. And when overhead cupboard falls and you are not there, God will have taken your daughter away. So the cupboard will not crush her. Because God is your strength. When deafness comes for eight years, God will take it away. Because God is your strength. Who am I? Who do I have in heaven? My heart and my flesh, but God is the strength of my life. And my portion forever. Ethan said this, another psalmist, Psalm 89. <laughs> Psalm 89. This is another scripture that we have preached tired in this church. Particularly when Pastor Noel was here. This was one of his favorite scriptures. Psalm 89 verse 15. Blessed are the people that know the joyful sound. Hallelujah. Let me ask you a question and I want you to demonstrate it. Do you know the joyful sound? Do you know the joyful sound? Do you have revelation, illumination, understanding that joy is your strength? So what are you to do if you know joy is your strength? Rejoice evermore. <laughs> Some people don't know that sound. And that's why we are teaching it again. They don't know the sound. You rejoice evermore. Particularly when challenges of weakness arise. Blessed are the people that know the joyful sound. They walk, oh God, in the light of your countenance. In your name, what do they do? They rejoice for how long? All day. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All day means all week. It means all month. And bless God, it means all year. Glory be to God. And in your righteousness, they are promoted, they are exalted, they are lifted high. Verse 17, for you, oh God, I love this phrase, you are the glory of their strength. Hey, you know what glory means? All that God is, all that God has, all that God can do. The heaviness, the weightiness, the supremacy of God. So he's not just our strength, he's the crowning glory of our strength. Who born the devil? Hallelujah. You are the glory of their strength. And in your favor, our horn is exalted. You will never be demoted another day of your life. From shepherd boy, you are moving to be king. From king, you are becoming the greatest king that ever ruled. They can put you in prison, oh, but I'm telling you, they just moved you a step closer to be prime minister. When you know how to take God as your strength. 
God as your strength. Oh, hallelujah. Verse 18, our shield belongs to the Lord. My shield is not my, myself. And our king is the only one of Israel. Oh, hallelujah. Rise on your feet. Rise on your feet this morning. If you are ready to take the strength of God. That's what we are doing. This communion is a communion unto strength. Oh, glory to God. It's a communion unto strength. Ah, somebody says, Pastor, I can't declare the word as boldly as you need. Let me tell you what you need. You need strength. You need what I'm talking about. Get this message on your phone or your CD. Keep hearing it and hearing it. Just follow my lead. Glory be to God. And after a while. I couldn't preach and talk like this, so, but I will listen to Reverend K. Tyre. I will listen to Reverend. I like Reverend Victor better. And Victor, that one used to fire me a lot. Then when I want to laugh, I will listen to Reverend Femi. <laughs> you don't have to struggle for that one. <laughs> Mix the people that will fire you up. Glory to God. <laughs> then before you know it, their strength will start becoming your strength. Because originally their strength was God's strength. And then God's strength is your strength. One final thing David said that I love so much. Psalm 140 verse 6 and 7. We close with that and you begin to pray as we get ready for the communion table. See, strength applies to every area of life. Every area of life. So it doesn't matter what you are faced with. Strength. I said to the Lord, Psalm 140 verse 6, this is what you say. You say it to God, you are my God. You are my God. Hear the voice of my supplication. Somebody say prayer. This is what you do in trouble. This is what you do in weakness. This is what to do when you are facing temptations that are already trying to overcome you. Oh God, the Lord, the strength of my salvation. <laughs> Hallelujah. The strength of my salvation. You have covered my head in the day of battle. You know, we said if you faint in the day of battle or day of adversity, you have a lack of strength. So this is what you do. You declare strength before the day of battle. Then when the army comes and encamps around you, you don't do like Elisha's servant that is afraid. Hey, God, we are going to die. Master, master, we are going to die. You come like Elisha and say, hey, God, open his eyes. Because they that are for us are more than they that are against us. Then God opened servant's eyes. Yes, the army was still there. And in the natural, they were weak because they were just two. <laughs> Facing an entire army. But God, he now saw the host of heaven. The angels of God circled the mountain. <laughs> Glory to God. And all of a sudden, he shifted, paradigm shift, from faith to strength. If God be for me. Who can be against me? In God, I have unlimited strength. Hallelujah. Say that with me. In God, I have unlimited strength. And in the time of battle, when I'm challenged, it covers my head. Covers my head. Lift your hands to him this morning. 
Kena mashanda gatosa. You are my strength. You are my strength. That, that's the prayer. God, you are my strength. You are the strength of my salvation. The preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. We are located at Kingsword Auditorium, Etel Avenue, behind NNPC Filling Station, First Bank Bus Stop, off Kudarat Abiola Way, Argun, Lagos. Email kmiafrica at kingsword.org. Telephone 234 810 00640.